Every other week on Mornings with Seth and Deb, we highlight Voice of the Martyrs and get educated as to what is happening around the world with our brothers and sisters in Christ and ways we can be praying and advocating for them. And with us every other week is Todd Nettleton, and now we can say he's award-winning Todd Nettleton. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So before we start, it was a special week for you last week at NRB. How so? Uh, it was. It's always special to get to go and meet meet face-to-face with people I normally hear over a phone line or over a radio connection. Uh, but I also was very blessed to be awarded uh, an award. It's called the William Ward Ayer Distinguished Service Award by the NRB last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an honor. Really, I I think anytime I get an honor for the work I do with VOM, it really belongs to persecuted Christians who have shared their stories with me and allowed me to tell their stories. So um, I, I'm i very pleased by it, but I also think it's just a, a way of saying um, that the persecuted Christians are important. That's right. And we are just so encouraged every other week to talk with you, Todd, and also listen to your podcast and be able to to know our brothers and sisters and hear us about some of their suffering and some of the joys and their courageousness and how to follow their example. And thinking of that, you have a really special event coming up on March 8th where we're able to hear some of these incredible stories. How can we get involved? Yeah, this is a virtual event. It's called the I Am In, letter N, virtual event coming up on March the 8th. Uh, the letter N stands for the Arabic letter N or noon, uh, which was painted on the homes of Christians when ISIS uh, marched across northern Iraq and Syria 10 years ago this year. It's hard to believe it's mm. been 10 years, wow. uh, but we are kind of hearkening back to that and uh, really have three speakers who know firsthand what it is mm-hmm. like to minister in the midst of radical Islam Heather Mercer was ministering in Afghanistan when she was arrested uh, by the Taliban. When the Taliban was in charge there, they put her in prison uh, along with some of her co-workers there. So she knows firsthand. Hassan Abdurrahim is a pastor from Sudan. He was arrested alongside my co-worker Peter Yasik, again, sent to prison, uh, spent more than a year in prison. So he knows very much what it's like to work uh, among radical Islam and in the midst of that and then John Samara, his dad is the pastor of a church in Damascus, Syria. Uh, he leads a network of church planters and gospel workers across the Middle East and across North Africa. So again, he has staff that are, in fact, just recently, one of his staff was kidnapped and held by a terrorist group, uh, thankfully was eventually released. Uh, but again, he knows firsthand what it is like to advance the gospel in the midst of that kind of pressure and persecution and pushback. Um, So we're going to hear those stories of how God Mm. is working in the midst of radical Islam around the world. We also have music from Stephen Curtis Chapman. So uh, top, top class music, as well as great speakers. Uh, It, it's going to be an encouraging evening coming up March the 8th and it is free uh, and you can watch online wherever you're at. We're encouraging churches to get together, host it at your church. All the information for that is at persecution.com. There's a big banner ad right near the top of the page. Uh, Just click on that, and you can find out all the information about the event. So how does the evening flow, and how long will this last? How long does it go? It is 
right at two hours. So, and it's essentially, we have some music, we have a speaker, we have more music and another speaker and, and kind of work through it that way. We also this year are having specific times to pray, um, kind of a guided <laughs> prayer time as we go through the evening. And so we have, we will have uh, specific requests on the screen. And again, if you're with your family or you're with your church watching, you can gather maybe in small groups mm. or all together. Uh, and we just want to take this time to pray for Christians who are facing Islamic extremism today, right now. Um, and so that will be a part, and it, we haven't had that in the past virtual events. So we've added that for this event. Uh, and I think that's going to be a significant way of helping people, you know, persecuted Christians. Again, I say this a lot, but the first thing they ask us to do is to pray for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we want in the course of this event, we want to take time out and just help people to pray for our brothers and sisters, even as the event is happening. Todd, this event is just such a great opportunity for us to experience what you experience in your work every day is just being able to sit down and hear somebody's story and how God has moved in their life and how we can be praying for them. Because this is like a one-on-one -on -one when you're sitting and watching these testimonies and hearing how God has sustained them and really giving us courage today to be sustained whatever he has placed in our path. It's a struggle for us. Yeah, it is a really amazing opportunity to hear these firsthand stories. And um, these are people who have suffered. It's not always easy to hear those stories, but they also have this sense of excitement and the sense of joy of, wait a minute, yeah, I was suffering, but God was there and God was at work and he was using it even in the midst of that. Um, and I think that's a very encouraging thing for us to hear, to, to hear those stories of how even in really difficult situations, mm -hmm. God is still faithful, and and He brings good out of those tough situations. Yeah, definitely. So, Todd, thinking of things difficult to hear, you have a guest on your podcast, VOM Radio, that the, the story is kind of hard to hear, but such an important one to hear. It, it is a hard story. In fact, I, I walked in the building this morning with one of my coworkers, and um, he said, I, I listened to the, the podcast over the weekend that was hard. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it is hard. Our guest is Jeff Woodkey. He is a YWAM worker, was kidnapped in West Africa and held for more than six years. Um, and, and when I say held, I mean, he, for about five of those years, he was chained to a tree most of the time. Oh um, so we're talking about really incredibly difficult suffering and incredibly difficult situation to walk through. But one of the things that he says in, in the course of this conversation, and I would encourage people, you can find Voice of the Martyrs Radio wherever you find podcasts. You can find it on our website, again, persecution.com or vomradio.net. But one of the things that Jeff Woodkey said, he said, you know, I decided early on that these guys could beat me, and, and they did. Uh, they could make my life miserable, and they did. But they couldn't make me hate them. And, and so he decided early on, I'm not going to give in to hatred. With God's help, I'm not going to hate these people. And he said he would, he made the decision to forgive them and, and even verbalize that to them. Hey, I forgive you. I forgive you for this. And uh, what an incredible example. And, and he says, I, I didn't feel warm and fuzzy towards them. It wasn't like I had these warm feelings of love for them. I just made the decision. I'm going to forgive them. And, and he did it. Wow. And so 
I think it's an amazing example, and we're actually going to have part two of the conversation coming up this weekend on BOM Radio. Uh, but I would just encourage people to listen to this. It It is a hard conversation, um, but it is also an amazing testimony that even in, uh, honestly, I think he has suffered as much as anyone I've talked to in the last 26 years, uh, just because of how harsh the treatment of him was. Uh, and yet, God was still there, even in the midst of that suffering. So, Todd, yesterday on the show, we talked about making the invisible God visible. And it seems to me like his example really does that. I mean, we see through his suffering our great God. Yeah, it is is an amazing um, practical living out of that faithfulness and like I said, and he says this very clearly, it, it wasn't always a warm, fuzzy feeling. Uh, it was sometimes just an intellectual decision that, hey, I'm not going to hate. I am going to forgive. God tells us to forgive, and so I'm going to do it whether I feel like it or not. Uh, but in the midst of that, uh, there is that presence of God. There is that uh, ability to love even mm. people who are torturing you, people who are mistreating you. Um, which is, like you say, a, a very practical demonstration that, that God is real. Mm. So, Todd, as you report on stories like this and talk with folks that have been through this, how does it change you? How does it change your faith? You know, this was a hard interview for me. <laughs> I, I left uh, Jeff Woodkey's home, and it just was like it weighed on me mm. um, how much— he had suffered mm. and how even asking him to tell the story, I think was a sacrifice for him mm. because I, I'm sure he doesn't want to sit around and talk about it and think about it. And um, so it definitely weighed on me, but I also thought about uh, the forgiveness angle and, you know, there's people that offend me. There's times I get frustrated by things and having that, no, I'm going to forgive them. I'm absolutely, I'm going to forgive and even verbalize it. Hey, I forgive you. Um, that, that was a challenge for me to, to bring home and, and think about and ponder and okay, who, who do I need to forgive? And, and how can I tell them, how can I demonstrate that? Um, and I've, I've never been tied to a tree. I certainly haven't been tied to a tree for five years. So I, I'm not comparing anything that I've ever gone through to what Jeff has gone through. Yeah. Um, but all of us have to forgive people along the way. And so I think that, that's really a challenge that I took out of the conversation with him. Wow. That's a challenge for each of us, Todd. So we have prayer requests to close out our time together. There's attacks that have picked up in northern Mozambique. And tell us more about the attacks there and the need for prayer. Yeah, we have seen over the last two years the rise of a terrorist group in northern Mozambique. They have pledged allegiance to ISIS. They want to set up an Islamic caliphate. They have been particularly active in the last few weeks. And in fact, I heard from one of our workers in East Africa, 11 churches have been burned just in the last couple of weeks in northern oh, Mozambique. They are specifically targeting Christians. They are specifically targeting pastors. Uh, one of the things they do, they have set up checkpoints on the roads uh, and they will stop vehicles and say, are you a Christian or a Muslim? Uh, one of our partners, one of our strong partners in the area was on a bus that got stopped at one of those checkpoints. Uh, and thankfully, God intervened miraculously. The, the terrorist asked the bus driver, do you have any Christians on the bus? And the bus driver said, no, all my passengers are Muslims. 
apparently he slipped them a few dollars kind of to smooth the wheels and they waved him through and he went on through. So they never did what they often do, which is board the bus and go passenger by passenger. Are you a Christian or a Muslim? Are you a Christian or a Muslim? Uh, like I say, one of our partners was on that bus, and if they had asked him, he would have said, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christians are often killed quickly at those bus stops, at those checkpoints. Oh if you are not willing to convert, if you are not willing to become a Muslim, you are deserving of death in the eyes of these terrorists. And so the persecution is very real. The suffering is very real. But even in the midst of that, uh, God's protection is very real as well. So I would just encourage people pray for what is happening right now in northern Mozambique. Before we let you go, Todd, would you lead us in prayer for that? I would love to. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in northern Mozambique. Lord, I think of pastors and leaders there who are afraid, they are worried, they are in danger, and yet they are continuing on in ministry. They are continuing to get on those buses and go to those hard places. And Lord, we pray for your protection over them. We pray for your blessing on them. Lord, I pray for their families. I pray for other Christians in that region. Uh, I, I think it would be easy in, with a gun to your head to, to maybe deny your faith or, or maybe at least sort of soft-pedal your faith. But Lord, I pray that you would give them boldness and courage mm-hmm. and strength and, again, your protection over them. Lord, we pray for governments who are trying to address this terror problem. And uh, I pray for wise leaders and firm Uh, conviction among the leaders to be able to take this challenge on. But most of all, Lord, we pray for the advance of your kingdom. We pray even for the terrorists. We pray for some of them to have uh, dreams and visions where they meet Jesus, but somehow, some way, allow them to hear the gospel, allow your kingdom to advance even in the midst of this suffering. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Talking with Todd Nettleton from Voice of the Martyrs. And Todd, for those who want to listen to VOM Radio or head over to your website, uh, give us the info. Persecution.com is the main Voice of the Martyrs website. And again, you can get information about the IMN virtual event there. You can also find links there to VOM Radio or just search for VOM Radio where you listen to podcasts or the radio website, vomradio.net. Thanks, Todd. Have a great week. You're welcome. Thank you.